Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh, before we get started, just to let you know, um, this episode is with my buddy Tom. Um, I worked with him. Uh, we speak about this a little bit in the podcast, but um, I worked with him for quite a while. That's actually how I know him. Uh, we get into that. He's in a band called Seasons and Wreckage, which link a lot to Callum's band, uh, Decipher, who are now called Placeholder, which was the what the last two podcasts were about. Um, so when we speak about Callum and Decipher, we mean Callum and Placeholder. But, you know, in the podcast with Callum, I get into that sort of details and stuff, and it's, it's not hugely relevant. It still kind of makes sense. Uh, in this podcast um, and in this one we speak about Netflix shows quite a lot um, we speak about uh, veganism and vegetarianism uh, we speak about the shooting in Las Vegas which I think it might have been about a month ago now um, but it, it's semi-recent uh, we spoke about that quite a bit and like gun laws and that sort of thing um, and we speak about depression a little bit as well um, I will also add a little thing which at one point uh, I was just listening back to it and it really annoyed me because I'm meant to be such a Star Wars fan and um, I made a big mistake I when I quoted uh, something from episode 5 I said Luke I am your father okay just to qualm anyone who's as much of a nerd as I am I know the actual quote is no I am your father so just in case anyone listens to that you know I'm sure no one either no one will care or no one will notice but you know I care and I notice so yeah and um, another thing we talk about, um, we talk about uh, when we talk about the Las Vegas shooting and gun laws and that sort of thing as well. I forgot to say um, that I found out I think it was about a week ago because this was recorded quite a few weeks ago. But I found out I think a week or so ago that a lot of the guns uh, the gunmen had in the Las Vegas shooting were like illegal. They weren't with gun licenses and stuff. So it does change. Uh, that story a little bit and it does obviously affect how what we were talking about uh, in regards to it but our stances are still sort of the same on gun laws you know we, we, we get into it in the in the podcast I'm point me trying to defend myself wholly before you even heard it but yeah so just so you know um that he had a lot of illegal guns as well not just ones that he bought from there um i think that's about everything um yeah so i'll get on with the podcast and uh, i've also got a new intro um i've got one uh reese who's obviously on the first podcast a buddy of mine um a couple of years ago maybe a bit longer actually quite a few years ago um he made this dubstep song uh it's, it's what's the term i think it's light step or something it's just like super chill dubstep and he made a song called under the bridge um and he put it on youtube and go check it out it's a cool song uh and he said he was nice enough to say i can use it for the intro um so the, the last one i had is just a kind of crappy one that i used to use for some other things um so this one it's mixing isn't perfect but it, it sounds a lot cooler you know um so that's that i'll put a link to um to under the bridge the youtube video uh probably on all the future podcast links or something, or maybe a few until I forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, so enjoy the new intro. I've been rambling on for way too long now, so I apologize. Uh, enjoy the intro. Uh, sorry about the Star Wars mix-up. And I love each and every one of you for listening. So um, this is part one. Uh, part two will be up next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people, and today's interesting person is Tom. Hello there. <laughs> that was good, that's my favourite one thus far. Um, I used to work with Tom uh, back when I worked at a place called Wizbit slash Band CDs. Um, it was CD, CD production, yep, they, they exist, and cassettes, weirdly enough, which is even more bizarre that they are still going. Um, I'm going to get the director of the company to hopefully do a podcast with me at some point as well to talk about all the random niche retro stuff. Um, yeah, I worked with Tom for, I don't know, was it three years or something? Yeah, I think it was... 
yeah, three coming up to four probably. Yeah, before I left you in the dust, left you in the ashes. He did, just left me with all of your work. That's the only reason he agreed to the podcast, just because he could actually talk to me again, because we haven't actually spoken since since I left the company like a few years, a few months ago. Uh, We saw each other once when you popped by. (laughs) Um, That's about it. Just popped by. Um, Yeah, um, for a very mild amount of thing, just uh, I left the company. It It was really good there, but it's a very small company. There's no progression, and I just wanted a bit of a change I've been there for like four and a half years so I was just a bit sick of it well not sick of it but I was just like I kind of fancy a change so I did and I went to Utilita and it sucked ass and then I was unemployed for seven weeks and now I'm working at Portable which is oh, great I can't wait for the manager of Utilita to listen to, to this listen to this podcast and be like how dare he well my manager Warren was actually a really nice guy he was really good and he said that he believed that I'd do great things when he didn't realise I'd just be... not at Utilita <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> not here not here sir you'll be doing great things but not with us no. there are quite a lot of like bosses I think who are very aware when they run a sh- like shit company well, and he, they're just like you're not going to stay well the thing is he wasn't he was just the the leader of a department of the uh, energy department bit that I was in there's only about 10 of us yeah it was weird because one of Alex's my ex Alex one of her old friends Hannah worked there mm. as well oh yeah you did mention that yeah so I was quite random chatting to her for a bit and then I bailed so it's just like I, just, I can't be leaving with a very, with a very good impression <laughs> just break up with her friend oh I haven't seen Mike in ages oh he shit at this job oh he bailed because he's so bad okay <laughs> it's like yeah whoops but I'm happy now um, anyway we, we have actually spoken a little bit since um, well, we've spoken a fair amount since uh, since uh, I left Wizbit and whatnot. but um, sort of, you're in a band I am in a band, As, sort of. Well, most people that I, most people that I have on here, or our friends with us, do have some talent. My talent is <laughs> getting people in a room. What do you say? Talking. <laughs> I was going to say getting people in a room and talking at them. That's, yeah. that's my talent. That's my skill. I can verbally waterboard someone. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, you're on a band, uh, and well, it's funny because the. I don't know if I'll release this one before or after the one with Callum. I think I'm going to release the one with Callum first. I imagine. So. Um, Callum, obviously, if people don't know, he's a friend of mine who's in a band called Decipher, or they're called Decipher at the moment. They may change their name, which he mentioned in the podcast. So it's all getting very confusing. Oh, um, we have so much to get on to name change. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're in a band. What are they called? Uh, currently, yeah. Seasons in Wreckage. All right. So a lot of people may know that band. They're like a... Is it hardcore? They? Well, it's melodic hardcore. So okay. yeah. that's, that's just the genre. It's just hardcore with a melodic twist to it. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, you're in that band, and basically the reason I bring up Callum was because um, if you if you want to stay, like go back to sort of uh, when shit sort of started to hit the fan with uh, seasons. We'll just talk about that for a bit. Just kind of see, as in like going bad. What well, I suppose not going. I don't bad. know you want to start really. It's just I, I thought you were going to say at the very start of seasons. Oh, not the very start. Like... No, when you were when you were there and stuff, and then how things have changed over the last. It's probably been about like two years, hasn't it? Since yeah, I mean, it was. Um, I guess what well, we got, we found uh, our old drummer who is now not with us. Um, and yeah, he was. He was, like, really talented. He had, like, a drum shed and things like that. And then Jay, who's, like, rhythm guitarist, he rejoined the band because he was in the band, like, before. Um, and then that was all going really well. And then, um, yeah, our singer, Harry, <laughs> decided to just move to Cornwall and do a study of course in marine biology. Um, and he told us this uh, on our Facebook group and stuff. And then uh, we were about to go and record Courage, which I think probably has been out for a year, year and a half. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Now. Um, so we kind of did that, like we discussed it, and we made that like his last thing before leaving. Um, and then since then, we've just been trying to like fill the gaps. Uh, our drummer went off to Liverpool Uni. Um, and then... You, you were obviously the bassist. 
Yes. But you've now become the the front is it front is a front man, I guess you um, are. I don't know. I mean it's not it's not been confirmed or anything yet, so this is kind of a leak. <laughs> yeah. well, but it's just something we've been trying out because when we were looking for vocalists, like it's it was very hard because Harry was very talented. Um and finding someone who can sing and scream and is local is just a nightmare. Um and the amount of people we had who weren't even local just message us trying to apply for it and it's just like, it's, it's never gonna work. Like Yeah, when they live even if they um, live in London, it's like an hour and a half, two hour drive at least. Yeah, and it's like trying to get us in a room together when we're like half an hour from each other, if that is hard enough. Yeah. Um and then yeah, it was just some people came along who could like only do cleans and then some people could only do screams and then it was just trying to find something. So I just suggested to the guys I was like, Do you want me to give it a go? And then we record. I recorded at Jay's house once. And came out pretty well, and then we just practiced and practiced while we were searching. Yeah. Um. And so far, that's that's going pretty well. And we've got, we've pretty much got like a good few tracks now to come out. Yeah. Um. Which I've done some vocals for, but since I've never like written a whole EP or anything like that before, it's taken me a bit longer. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring up Callum is um. Because there was a, was it was a Alberito, wasn't it? Well, when he filled in for us. Well, yeah, because there was there was a time where Decipher supported seasons, was that mm. right? And then Callum did a like a mic grab at one point and sung a bit of a song of Harry, and then a while after <sighs> I, that, I think it was, wasn't it? Was yeah, it? I, I think it wasn't. They were, they weren't supporting us that time. I think he just came along to the show. Oh, okay. Because the time that they supported us was when Callum filled in for Harry because he there wasn't able to do the show. So Callum did two sets, but he also did guests on. Uh, I think it was Moralist who played between us. So he literally did vocals in three bands in one night. Oh, it was also uh, Moralist. Uh, I'm hoping to get them on, or at least uh, Stu, because obviously mm-hmm. I know Stu Kroll. Hoping to get him, him on here as well. Just any band that knows any band. I'm just going to get them all connected There's a big network of bands who know each other. Like the female vocalist in the Decipher Shadows song, Bobby oh, Lovejoy. Yeah. I'm going to get her on there as well. So every band that's associated with any other band, I'm going to try and get them on. Yeah. There's yeah, always so we, some sort of drama or something going on with bands. <laughs> there does always seem to be something. Um, so I'm talking with the list because I've just pulled a hair out of my mouth. Um, yeah, because obviously with Decipher, when Callum was talking about it, it's like uh, the bassist George got married and left the band, and then mm-hmm. Reese, the drummer, who obviously Reese is on the podcast, uh, he left the band. Um, and they've got two new members in now, but obviously it's still, every time you get a new member, it just slows, it's like. It slows everything down. Yeah, even yeah. if they're better than the last member, it's like a car. If you, if, if your a car is going, you know, and you have to pit stop, even mm-hmm. if you go faster when you're back on the road, back on the track, you yeah. still have that pit stop moment. Yeah, I think it depends on their motivation and stuff as well, because like a new member can come in, but they're probably going to be looking to the rest of the band for sort of the, the guide and where you're going, because yeah. they've only just joined, so they don't have any idea. Yeah. But then. Uh, if the band's like for example Seasons it's like we're trying so hard to find other people and we've potentially found like we've got a couple of options now but for so long it's been like we don't know what to do and people do lose motivation like yeah. so then if someone new comes in the rest of the band's not motivated it just like still it slows everything down so yeah I can imagine uh, being that sort of that sort of Ugh, I've got hiccups now. This is terrible. I'm just already like, ten yeah, minutes. A terrible host. I am. I'm, I, to be honest with you, this is the. I'm hoping this will be the first podcast out of. I think it's the last three that my alarm hasn't gone yeah. off. I well, was, you know, I asked you for Evian water, and what was this tap? Yeah, I got what, you. What kind of service is? This? It's pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, I got you. And a glass on it that says uh, "Happy 21st Birthday." <laughs> <laughs> You're not even 21. I'm not, and there's no band. Nope, there's no band <laughs> playing the intro. Like not other bands oh yeah well, the, the band playing the <laughs> intro yeah I keep them locked away in a cupboard 
Mm. Yeah. You make them dress up as the cantina band. That would be so amazing. Oh, man. There's actually, um, weird enough you say about that, that the video I was watching on YouTube um, when you came here um, is actually, there's a a book um, that's come out called uh, From a Certain Point of View, and it's four, I think it's 40, short stories about characters from A New Hope that aren't Mm -hmm. the main characters. So it's got like, the, the the main you know the bar guy in uh, A New Hope who's like you know no droids that sort of thing yeah yeah we get backstory the reason why he doesn't like droids oh, and it's like okay. because his his family were killed by droids in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. just things like that and it's just like there's there's backstories for have you heard about the stormtrooper who hits his head no in A New Hope um, there's a bit I, I'm not 100% on this I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm meant to be such a big Star Wars fan and people are gonna get <laughs> triggered um, I think it's the bit where when Luke and Han are saving Leia in the Death Star, take her out of the prison, mm. out of the prisony bit, the cell, and then they go through the, the the garbage chute thing, and then they there's this the door, the door that opens, and they're saying there's like a, almost like a chasm in the middle, and he, he uses the, the hook and he swings across, mm. and then they're stuck at the door, and there's yeah, yeah, yeah. that bit as a stormtrooper which hits his head. On like a door frame. Is that just not a really clumsy act? <laughs> well, that's, the, that's it. It's not meant to be. It wasn't meant to be yeah. like canon or anything. It was just. It was the first. Obviously, yeah. New Hope was quite a. Well, it's a very difficult film to make and that sort of thing, yeah. especially with with the lack of a huge budget and whatnot and low um, ceilings. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. And um, so it's talking to hit his head. It's always been like a running joke for our Star Wars fans, and they've actually made him like they've acknowledged him, but like, <laughs> oh, he's just a shit soldier. It's got a little short story to go with him. Has he got a little dent in his helmet or something? That like would that. be amazing. Yeah, I'm not fully um, sure, but I I haven't read the book because it's only been out for like a day or so. Mm. Um, but the video I was watching was about the book and a little hint. Oh, just like plot hole fillings and stuff like that in there mm. and um, yeah it's like that's just that's really cool and it's just like all these these 40 different characters I think they've got I think Yoda is a short story about Yoda and I think there's a short story about Obi-Wan as well and I, I think quite a got, short story about Yoda oh you also mean <laughs> um but yeah, and I just thought that was so cool. Yeah. It's just like a, it's like a movie mistake, and they make it canon. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, that's so good. Mm. Oh man, have you been watching Clone Wars? You've been keeping up? Uh, I haven't watched it since you left. I, I have got it there, but I got like sidetracked by other things what like um, uh, Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, um, we. I just this, I wish the show sponsored Rick and Morty or anything <laughs> to do with Rick and Morty, even by association. I fucking love that show. <laughs> are you are you caught up? Um, y- yes, I watched uh, ABC Beth. The, I think that's the most recent. Yeah. I don't. The next one comes out on the seventh. So yeah, because uh, yeah. we get it on Netflix a few days after yeah. America so does. I'm caught up on our Netflix. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, because yeah, it's been good. It has been good. I like it. I, I don't think. I still think the the best season is probably the first season. I think. Yeah, one and two were on point, pretty much. But. I don't think two was as good as one. I think the end of two was great. Mm. I think the end of two was really pulling at your heartstrings and stuff. Yeah, and I think this one's been good, but I. Th- I don't know. It has the right feel of Rick and Morty, but there's just it feels like something's missing. I'm not quite sure what. Mm, probably Jerry. <laughs> he's not in it as much. Imagine that plot twist. It's Jerry that's the problem. Well, no, but he's not in this season as much because he's, yeah. he's been to spoiler alert. Where they got divorced. divorced. <laughs> oh, I suppose that was the end. Was that the start of series three? Or? I think it was. Um, Do you know if anyone gets triggered to the fact that Jerry and Beth get divorced <laughs> in Rick and Morty? You can go fuck yourself. Like that's so obviously coming, and also the show is clearly not about that part. Of yeah, um, so many other cool parts of the story. Yes, I watched that. I started Bojack Horseman oh, in the recent yes. season. I was hoping you'd say Bojack. Yeah. I have. I've only watched the first two. Um, Ooh, me, me, Kim binged it because we finished uh, the Defenders series. Was the other it day. not super depressing? Oh yeah, to binge. mate, you yeah. have no fucking mm-hmm. idea. I'm not going to spoil anything, okay? But there's two episodes in particular I've seen that so far about his mum. One's about his mum's childhood and one's about his mum now and 
it is a lot to deal yeah. with. It's really. I'll say to Kieran when I was watching, I was like, I love this show so much because half the time I'm laughing because it's legit, like actually funny. Yeah. And the other half the time I feel like I'm going to cry because it's f- so horrendously, soul crushingly real. Yeah, that's probably they probably do it on purpose. It's like oh, yeah. comic, comic relief and stuff. It's, it's, they probably they do do it. Well, on yeah. Purpose, Bojack, but, the show yeah. is fucking genius. Yeah. Like, everything about it is just so clever. My, my so favorite part is when like the characters because they're all so humanized, but yeah. then suddenly they just do something that is the animal that they are. Like Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why have you got all these colanders? It's like, I don't know. I'm just quite excited. It's yeah, like, it's like, the, the guy just came to the door. I just really wanted the colander. It's like, uh, okay. And he's like, he hates the mailman. He's like, he's like, he's, he's like, maybe like a 40 year old, yeah. like, man essentially who's just dog. He's like, I hate the mailman. And he's like, I've got this feud with a mailman. It's yeah. like, oh, it's so brilliantly written. Yeah, I do absolutely love any sort of like humans doing like, bringing animal logic to humanity. Oh, the, the memes of them are so good. Yeah, it's just anything like that. It's so funny. Like, if you walk past and, like, I don't know, monkey, monkeys when they pick nits, if you just, like, saw two people just sat there picking things off each other and things like that. That would be funny. It's like there's um, that meme that I saw of the, the dog and it's like the dog's face looks really annoyed and kind of upset looking at straight at the camera and it's taking a shit. And it's like, um, don't look at me like that, Steve. Look, where do you do it, Steve? You do it in our house, in the toilet, where I drink from, Steve. At least I do it outside. It's like, yeah. that's so good. Or like, um, when, when fish, when fi- one fish gets like uh, a small injury, all the fish attack it. Really? Like, obviously, we've got the fish tank at work. Yeah. Um, so one of the fish, uh, I don't know, it must have just hurt his tail or something. But all the fish died eating its tail. I was just thinking of that in like human terms. It's like if someone fell over, it's like, oh no, I like twisted my ankle or something. Literally just a group of people one run around and just start kicking the shit out of this person. Like, why are you doing this to me? It's like, oh, survival of the fittest, motherfucker. Well, that's amazing. Just curb stop his head. Like, bam! Yeah. Bitch, get out of the way. That's that's nice, yeah. But anything, and that's what I love, Bojack. But I love. Um, I recently watched Bates Motel and finished that as well, which I know Laura was pestering you to watch. Yeah, yeah, um, is it good? It was amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah I really, really enjoyed it. It's, it's, uh, it goes really in depth into like the psych of uh, like Norman Bates. Yeah, because he mink. was. Well, he was based on uh, three serial killers. Um, yeah, between us, me and Reese covered this on uh. Visual Digest. That's how old <laughs> that is. Um, yeah, it was uh, Ted Bundy. Um, was one of them uh, Ed Ed Keen Ed Gein Ed Gein and there was another one and basically Ed Gein is the main sort of one for Bates because he is his mum died in his uh, his house and he didn't do anything with her she was just like sat on a chair mm. and he just left her there for like ages yeah. and I think I think the way he got found is someone complained about the smell and they went in there and he had like um, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs his, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm. and Oh, wait, no, I'm getting all confused. Sorry. Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and, um, uh, what was the first one I said? I'm doing terrible at this. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, let's wipe this clean. Let's try again. I'm sorry, guys. Silence of the Lambs, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Psycho. All three of those psychos in that are based on the one guy, Ed Gein. None of them Mm. based on Ted Bundy. Sorry, Ted Bundy's someone else. Ed Gein, he basically, uh, I think they found women with their throats cut hanging in his shed or something, and they'd all been drained. And he had, he put uh, human skin over like lampshades. Mm. Um, He made a belt out of nipples. I think he made a human suit as well to make him into like a woman. He He was like severe Severely, severely, like, fucked up, abused yeah. by his, his mum. And she was saying, like, she used to beat him and say that the women are, like, the devil. Yeah. And, like, you, they're the most horrendous things ever. And obviously, you can't... Well, people don't get, especially about sexuality and stuff, is that when... That's why a lot of priests and shit, when they're told, you know, when they can't have sex and then they end up fucking little boys. Yeah. It's like, when you repress sex, it doesn't just go away. What happens <laughs> is it comes out as un- unhealthy. It either, yeah. either you become... 
like you can become a rapist or a paedophile or things like that can come from severe sexual repression mm. or what can happen is you can be really angry and pissed off all the time you know a lot of people uh, theorise you know when you get like school shootings and shit a lot of the time yeah. that's people who are so oh, what's the word I think it's disenfranchised no wait that's I think it's to do with politics when they're just like disconnected from yeah. people and it's just like when that happens and you get so cut off you end up kind of spiralling in your mind a little bit yeah um, so yeah all those Psycho Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Science yeah. of the Lambs in Science of the Lambs not Anthony Hopkins character mm. it's Buffalo Bill who's the main one in yeah there. I haven't actually seen Psycho so now that because I've seen like, I haven't seen it either yeah because it's so old it's like I know the, the whole 60s, thing about it's great. it you know the entire um, plot you know this like, dee, dee, yeah. dee, and it's like the, the red blood slowly going down the drain it's yeah like, um, so like this weekend me and Laura are going to watch it since we both oh, finished nice. Bates Motel now yeah. but yeah it is like, really good um, I need to watch The Room or something I, I need to oh, before I, Disaster I, Eyes yes comes out. I really want to watch The Room with you what we should do we should do a podcast where we watch The Room and then we just do a mini like <laughs> people watch us watching The Room <laughs> do like a live stream no one would want to watch that I wouldn't want to watch me watch that fuck that but then um, if you haven't got access to watching The Room you would get to second hand watch it. oh you're lucky then. <laughs> Um, what we should do yeah we should watch it at some point um, I should have orchestrated this better and we could have somehow tried to do it now but um, what we'll do in the in the future I have to find out when the disaster artist comes out as well because we have to watch it before then yes um, and then have you seen the trailer for it yeah well I saw one of the trailers for it was I, that the really short one where yeah you, yeah what is line yeah yeah there's a longer one now but like I would watch the room first before That's... that trailer because the trailer is very if you can spoil a movie that bad it does spoil it so. okay fair enough well um yeah, what we should do is watch The Room and then just do like a mini pod and just have like a little review of The Room. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't. It really wouldn't. I just need to watch that film. Uh, we've got to sort that out soon. We've got to, yeah. we've got to watch that soon. Um, in the next couple of weeks, come over in the week and we'll do yeah. it. Um, maybe release it as like a mini thing before we're releasing this. Ooh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I'll coincide with a release of Disaster Artist. I don't know. I'll figure the shit out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about the psychopaths. Oh, Bates Motel. Um, well, I've... I've finished series three of Narcos because you haven't started Narcos yet, have you? No, uh, yeah, we're going to start that soon. I, I think need to. So, yeah, so goddamn. Yeah, good. I've had it on my list for a long time. Yeah, so I've got I've got that. I've got El Chapo on my list because it's basically because El Chapo I think is the drug cartel guy who wasn't he the one in Mexico that you when you were there? <sighs> I can't remember. I don't know if that was El Chapo there, or not. There was one guy. It was just before you went there. Yeah, he like managed to get himself out of prison, but I can't remember what. Yeah, um, but. There's El Chapo I've got lined up, and there's a show that everyone's been going on about, which is called Ozark. Yeah, I saw Alex Hart was talking about that. Yeah. Um, the one with Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, which I will watch. Laura Linney, I think it is, mm. the, the woman. And uh, I think Reese and Jasmine and Kieran have watched it, and they've all yeah. been saying it's amazing. So I've started that. I've watched the first two seasons of Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's I haven't really watched good. season three yet, because obviously... Spoiler alert, Pirate Bay's down, um, <laughs> and I can't afford to buy them, um, in, I can't afford to buy them on DVD or Blu-ray or anything, and I don't, I don't really know where Peaky Blind is shown. Is it, is it Sky, I think, or? Well, I thought it was on BBC when it, when it was coming out, I'm pretty sure it was. That might be true, me, but me and Laura were watching them, like, on, episodically. Yeah, well, when they came out on, like, BBC One or Two, whatever it was on, so, yeah. um, yeah. Well, it's, it's the thing is, it was on iPlayer. They don't like Planet Earth Two was on iPlayer, but it was only on there for a week. Yeah, they, they get rid of everything so quickly on iPlayer. It's, it's so stupid they do that. It's, yeah. it's, it's literally ridiculous. And then like Netflix pay. I suppose they do it because it's they probably make more money from Netflix buying stuff off their shows. Like there's yeah. there's loads of BBC shows on Netflix, like The Office, Sherlock. Well, there's Sherlock. There's The Office. Um, there's QI. Actually, I don't know if QI is 
Is Curious still BBC? Or is it Nave now? I don't know. But um, there's lots of shows that are down... I think Downton Abbey, or am I imagining that? There's, there's a few shows that are on BBC that are meant to be these big BBC exclusives and then a year or two later they go on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for series three because I think series the, the second series came out on Netflix when the third series aired sort of time. Yeah. So I'm doing that with Peaky Blinders. Um, I've been watching, uh, was it Designated Survivor? I haven't started that yet, but Jasmine, mm. Reese, and Kieran all watched it, and they've been bumming it, and they've been moaning at me to watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you told me about that one. Yeah, I've kept on my list. And then once I've done all of those, because um, they're all one or two seasons long, mm. even though Designated Survivor's now started the second <laughs> series, like, can these series just slow down? <laughs> How can I have time? Um, but then there's House of Cards which I keep meaning to but it's like yeah. five bloody seasons and stuff. I felt the same and then yeah when I had like four days on my own I just <laughs> rinsed all of it that's all you did just, just like but, five episodes of House of Cards 20 minutes on Pornhub five episodes <laughs> <laughs> that's just all you do all day by yourself that's all men do we watch Netflix and wank that's, that's it don't even eat <laughs> that's, a, that's a lie we met no human men eat by themselves that just doesn't happen yeah. um, but what was going to say now good I'll be watching obviously Ephesus Family I watched that yeah yeah, I watched that as well that I watched uh, Luke Cage Daredevil Iron Fist mm-hmm. uh, I haven't Jones. started on those don't start Iron Fist Iron Fist is not good no I saw on your review that wasn't very good well, I didn't even on Iron Movies I didn't even put up a review of Iron Fist because I didn't even well, finish no, but it. as in like from, it, Defenders, from Defenders you yeah. were like yeah don't watch it <laughs> so. well, it was just like I, I tried it and I watched I watched a few episodes, mm. um, a few. I watched half of Kieran, and we were just like, just nothing happened. Well, it was not only that nothing happened, and the characters were really, well, the characters were pretty annoying. There were two characters in it that uh, that is Danny Rand's like childhood friends, mm. and they're quite interesting characters, but they're not quite in it enough. Yeah. And Danny Rand is so fucking annoying. <laughs> he literally goes on about the Iron Fist constantly. Yeah, he gets in fights all the time and just doesn't use it. And I think the whole point of it is he can't focus his gene. He can't fully. Uh, bring to fruition you know sort mm. of bring about the power and he's not he's unfocused in the whole show including Defenders everyone keeps saying how much he's still a child he's still like this but it's like they don't fully completely from how much I saw address it it's yeah. just kind of like it's kind of hinted at and then just randomly when the plot wants him to he can just use the Iron Fist <laughs> and it's like if I went into a fight with someone and I knew I was going to win without the Iron Fist I would still use the Iron Fist yeah. <laughs> it's just like why would you not it's like hmm, I could struggle and fight this person for 10 minutes and get hurt slightly or I could punch them once with the Iron Fist that's un- indestructible and can like punch through steel swords and shit and they just end the fight and yeah. obviously that would be worse TV but it's like well don't have such a shit character <laughs> have it more balanced or something you know yeah. Luke Cage is bulletproof they managed to make that like he's, he's almost completely indestructible they managed to make that interesting yeah but um the Punisher series comes out soon and I'm so excited <laughs> that's what I liked about um, Bates Motel is every episode something happened uh, yeah. like episode one was brutal like okay. straight off so but yeah it was I'm looking cool. forward yeah I'll, I'll add that to my list it's just mm. It's, it's one of those annoying things because I was I was going to watch Peaky Blinders earlier and then Orange and New Black came out series five yeah, and I was like well happens. Oh, I guess I have to stop doing what I'm doing and watch all Orange and New Black because I fucking love it it's almost you have to order what you watch by how much it's talked about because yes. if it's a show that's very popular mm-hmm. it's got to go straight priority as soon as it comes out because spoilers <laughs> yeah well it's like Game of Thrones yeah, like, Game me of and Bradley Thrones. we had to fortunately I didn't get anything spoiled for me and Bradley did mm. um, but we managed to obviously it's only seven episodes so we managed to watch that um, yeah. in three sittings um, and this season was fucking awesome. I, yeah, I it thought was it was amazing. amazing. And they've just cut the fat. That was the problem yeah. with the last couple of seasons is the good bits were unbelievably amazing, but there was about 
two to three hours each mm. season where nothing really happens. Yeah. And now they've cut that out and now every episode's just sick as fuck. Yeah. Um, but it's like uh, Stranger Things 2, that comes out soon. Oh, yeah. That's probably going to be out by the time um, this airs. Mm. And I, I can't wait for that, but I just don't want to get spoiled. Yeah, same. Well, 30... I, when it came out before, everyone was talking about it. No one really gave any spoilers so that, that was I don't read I'm not going to spoil what happens just in case for those who haven't watched it if anyone hasn't watched it you need to go fucking watch it it's unbelievably good yeah. but the um, I don't think I guess you could have kind of spoiled the ending but not to ruin the show but it's not like it's not like episode 5 of Star Wars mm-hmm. it's not like a Luke I am your father and the entire show what? you go what the fuck and the whole thing flips on its head it's like Luke who was his father <laughs> If anyone hasn't seen Star Wars episode 5, <laughs> what was that, 1980 or 1981 or something? It's just like, if you watch that, you're fucking 36 years behind to catch up. Um, but it hasn't got that sort of thing in it, where there's obviously a couple of other shows that do have those sorts of big things. Yeah. Um, have you watched 13 Reasons Why yet? No, that's still on the list. That's really um, good, surprisingly. Yeah, get on that. It didn't look like it was going to be very good, and then what's going on about it, I was like, oh, fine, I'll give it a go, and I watched it, and I think I enjoyed it almost more than anyone I know. I was fucking <laughs> yeah. addicted to it. You was were. It, was that when I was at work? Yeah, you were watching it at work, yeah. I was just obsessed. Mm-hmm. I just, I'd get home from work, and I'm just excited to go home and watch 13 <laughs> Reasons Why. So I, I think I enjoyed watching that show more than almost any of them. I, yeah. it, it was like, it was almost like, um, there was this thing I spoke to Carla about, but I can't remember if I spoke to her when I saw her the other week, or if I spoke to her when I saw her on the podcast. But there's this thing called... Um, uh, the call of the void mm. and it's basically when you you know when you stand at the edge of a cliff and there's that voice that says you should jump or you're driving a car and you go yeah. I could just swerve right now and kill everyone and yeah. obviously you don't yeah I, I think you posted about it on Facebook or something like that I think I, I, I remember, shared yeah, something about it it was yeah. very interesting yeah it's just that because it is that weird thing of just um, everyone's basically fucked up that's yeah. that's kind of that's almost the, the kind of running theme of this podcast is basically the other irony of honest conversation with interesting people basically everyone is an interesting person that's why it's interviewing all these um, quote unquote normal people mm. um, but also it's all about balance and moderation of you know there's going to be episodes in the future where I go more into my opinions on religion my opinions on drugs I'm going to have a podcast where to some degree I'm going to talk about my dad a lot more you know because mm. I've, I've, I've hinted, well, hinted I've spoken a bit about that but I haven't really gone into detail about yeah. it um, but with everything it's just all about balance, you know, with with drugs. Once again, I'm not going to go into my whole idea about drugs at the moment, but with anything, drugs being cigarettes, uh, alcohol, if we just say alcohol, weed, and um, uh, smoking, for example, and then eating food, say sugar, any of those things, you do it all the time, it's going to mess you up. Yeah. But you do them in moderation, and you can have a almost like a healthy dependence in a way. Mm. You know, cigarettes kind of a different thing because unlike sugar, obviously you eat, um, so it gives you energy and stuff, but it's obviously quite bad for you. Maybe that does more damage to you in the long run. But alcohol and cannabis, at least, there's a means to an end. It's like, I consume this because I want my current being to feel different. So yeah. um, but everything in this podcast are meant to be human and balanced. And the thing is, is that everyone... Everyone listening to this podcast, everyone who's ever will be or has been on this podcast is fucked up. That's that's it. All yeah. of us are completely fucked up. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it, it's part of it's part of being an adult is you grow up and the, the kind of the moment that really hit me. And I think I've said this before on the podcast, so I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But it's like the moment where you realize you're, you're kind of like a, a, a quote unquote true adult is when you realize that no adults have any fucking idea yeah, yeah. at all. Like, you realise that, oh, they're all just completely guessing yeah. every almost every day, in it? Yeah, because when you're a kid as well, it's like, oh, I don't know this, I guess I'll ask my parents. And they always come back with an answer. Yeah. But then, like, as you get older, you're like, 
oh, they just winged it. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, our generation is going to be worse because we'll just be like, oh, we'll just Google all the answers. Like, yeah. it'll be that thing of like, your kid asks you something, you quickly Google it and then you give them the answer and then you seem smart. Like, well, that's the thing because Joe Rogan spoke about that a bit and he said like, um, what I'll try and do with my kids is be, my, I, obviously I loved, I loved my dad a lot and obviously I do still love my mum a lot but they were obviously flawed all, all parents are flawed to be fair but everyone's flawed as we've there just... we go yeah everyone's fucked up and flawed and everyone's just winging it but all, all parents are flawed my parents are all flawed and one of the things is that dad could never admit he didn't know something mm-hmm. and so the problem is is that yeah, I remember him saying some random shit sometimes and one of the things really stuck in my head and it's, it upsets me a little bit to think about and it's he said with Star Wars he always loved Star Wars you know mm-hmm. yeah, I've got my Star Wars tattoo and that's kind of like a homage to him and probably one of the reasons I like Star Wars so much is probably because of Dad but yeah as I said I'll get into that more another date but he, he once said to me and I believed him for a while and then I was just like once I got to turn age I was like what the fuck where did you get this from <laughs> it just, what I'm about to tell you is true he actually said this to me once but I, he, it wasn't based on any evidence or anything he just came out with it and I just kind of rolled with it he was like um, I was talking about Star Wars or something and George Lucas and he was like oh, yeah, George Lucas is a bit of a I can't really say it, but it's a bit of something. And I was like, okay, why is that? He was like, well, because he believes it all, doesn't he? And I was like, what? And he was like, he believes it's all real. He thinks it actually happened. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was obviously like, I think I was like 12 or something. And I just look back and I go, what the fuck, dad? Come on. For God's sake, he obviously did not believe it. He sold the rights to Disney. If he really believes in it, yeah. it's just like, what? He, he only, like, he wrote them all, but he didn't do 100% of everything for all of them. You know what I mean? Mm. So he, he would just, sometimes my dad would just say something to kind of seem like he knows something when he yeah. was true. And I used to do that, but I used to, when well, I was an infant, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, all children lie quite a lot. Yeah. I don't think there's any such thing as like true adulting. It's just like, yeah, I'm old enough to guess now. That's basically it. Yeah. I kind of feel like true adulting is like knowing that you and everyone around you is kind of shit at most things <laughs> yeah. but there's some things that you're not shit at and that's kind of what you got to roll with <laughs> yeah okay. and it's just like try and be because life is unfathomably disgustingly depressing and horrendous but it's also unfathomably beautiful and breathtaking and amazing the only problem is is that the soul crushing depression is kind of there all the time as like literally like a shadow you can't have light without a shadow I mean you can have pure darkness without light but you can't have pure light mm. without shadow so it's kind of like there's always that degree of like a cloud over your head in a way and then you you, you have these moments that are just beautiful you, sometimes it's just laying in bed with um, your partner and you just look at them and they look at you and you both kind of smile and it's just like this is just perfect you get those moments that are just like this is what makes life worth living and it's like, it's more so you get moments and small time periods that make life worth living. And the rest of it is either really neutral or quite shit. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of part of it. And people can't deal with that. Yeah. People find it very difficult uh, to deal with this sort of thing. You know, it's, I, I do wonder if um, a lot of people that we, well, a lot of people who've ever been diagnosed with mental disorders and all these sorts of um, other issues, it's like, I wonder if in a way everyone's really depressed but it's kind of like your own dealing with it. Like we're, yeah. we're talking about Bojack, you know. Yeah. There's an episode of Bojack which I won't spoil what happens, but you you get to see um, Bojack's thoughts. You get to hear them, and it's probably my favorite episode of Bojack. Mm. You know, I've almost finished Bojack, so. But um, he's talking to a character in it at some point, um, and he's just got this voice in his head, Bojack, just all the time telling me shit. <laughs> and someone says to him, you know, they're they're like a young person. They're like, you know, oh. Um, 
there's this voice that keeps telling me that I'm shit. You know, does that ever go away? And he's he's kind of stares off in the distance <laughs> and says it does, even though it's obviously him it hasn't. Yeah. And I kind of realised that it it doesn't. And I was thinking about it while I was watching BoJack, and it was like kind of sat there and when that scene happened the episode finished and whatever and I was talking to Kieran and I was like that that may explain a lot of teenage depression in a way yeah. teenage angst because I think when you're a teenager it's you're kind of prepared to well, deal with that I think when you're a teenager that's when the, the voice first kind of comes in your head mm. telling you that you're shit like do you know what I mean like yeah I guess so there's a lot of hormones going on like you start getting spots you start smelling like there's a lot of reasons to feel bad about yourself oh yeah one go. insecure you yeah. kind of you, you're expected to kind of know everything but also be treated like you know nothing at the same time it's really I don't know how to properly raise a teenager because obviously I'm fucking 23 and I've got no bloody idea um, but it, I feel like almost when you're a teenager that's when the voice comes into your head so I don't remember when I was eight ever feeling almost not never anything negative obviously yeah it was kind of everything had this kind of veil over it yeah you're kind of in a bubble it's yeah just like this is my life this is my life and that's it and yeah. I, I don't remember being I remember being a bit lonely when I was a kid but it was never bad until I became a teenager and I realised how lonely I was when I was a kid mm. and that made me sad <laughs> and I was just like I think because if people maybe not everyone has that voice in their head but I think everyone I've spoken to does where you try and do some you, you do some stuff and some people may have it louder than others or quieter but you kind of always have that voice telling you that you're shit and you're worthless yeah. and it's just always saying you're, you're, you're terrible at everything I had it when you asked me to mic check <laughs> like, what do I say you're shit <laughs> you're shit at everything you try maybe that's it every time for the rest of my life when I mic check now it'll just be like I'll just say the most depressing things possible and make everyone listening feel bad <laughs> for asking me it's like oh can you do a mic check it's like uh, yeah, sure. You know, life's a bit depressing, isn't it? So life is horribly, horribly depressing and unfair. Did you ever you get die. rid of that voice that tells you that you're shit? No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> the sound guy's there like, oh God. Well, Runs it? out the room and he needs to like go and do something. It's like an intro to a Moose Blood album. Oh, Moose Blood. Me and, um, me and Callum were talking. Diddlers. Sorry? Diddlers. Diddlers. Me, me and Callum, why do you say diddlers? Because the drummer left because he diddled. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, there's rumours going around about the singer as well, allegedly. Oh, God. I'm going to say for both of these, but I don't know. Oh, that would be really upsetting. I hope it's not true. Um, well, not only but, for the children, but also for the band. But yeah, my friend won't listen to them because of it. But which I don't get because I like music is music. And it's like, I can still listen to Lost Prophets. I hate hearing Ian Watkins' voice and thinking... You diddled, but it's just like... Just for reference, guys, diddling is touching kids, yeah. just so you know. You don't diddle kids. Don't diddle anyone, ever. <laughs> don't diddle unless they want to be diddled and they're of consensual age. We don't diddle kids. What, is that from What's Always Sunny? Yeah. I thought so. Frank writes a song about it. That was it, yeah. I knew it was something to do with Frank about diddling, because I remember the troll toll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, day man, night man. Um, the Moose Blood thing. Me and Cal were talking about Moose Blood in the podcast I did with him. Mm. Um because I was pretty certain it was Moose Blood. They're the one who've got the the album that's the, um, it references Deja Intendu and on the artwork yeah. it's got it on the wall. Is that right? Uh, I've got a t-shirt and it's got because in the song they say like bored with nothing to do laying around here listening to Deja Intendu. So they brought out a t-shirt where it's a guy and a girl laying in bed yeah. with a brand new poster on the wall. Um, so it's like a double double band t-shirt in one. Yeah, that's, that's mm. Stella. Yeah, that would suck like if, if Moose Blood. It's one of those things with, with that sort of thing like um if you found... I wonder if the rest of the band knew. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. To, to be honest, going by what being in a band is like, I can see easily why people wouldn't know. Because, like, you meet up, you practice, you play a gig together. You have no idea what they're, like, messaging fans or... Well, even like, you can, well me and you work together, obviously. Yeah. And I... We hang out outside of work. But I, I don't hang out with anyone else um, who was at Wizbit outside of work. Mm. I have... Like, I think... Yeah, Charlotte, for example... Never, you know, I worked with her for what, two years or something? Mm. I never saw her outside of work ever, um, except at obviously work related events yeah. where we all were at. So I don't know what she's like outside of work. She could be a completely different person. And it's like, that's spending eight hours with someone every single day. Yeah. Whereas being in a band, you're like, obviously playing gigs and I stuff. I think people spe- think that bands spend more time together than they actually do. They probably spend um, a lot less time with each other yeah. than people think. You know, Apart from um, my chemical romance, because I, w- <laughs> I saw an interview with, um, uh, Gerald Way recently uh, he was saying they used to just go backstage and play World of Warcraft like with the whole band that's amazing on tour so girls would be like hey can we come back he'd be like sure but you know I'm just going to be levelling my druid <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking amazing I know apparently uh, Muse um, I think my brother told me this so if it's all hearsay I'm sorry I'm sorry Matthew Bellamy Actually, I wouldn't be. I would be more sorry if he didn't keep releasing shit albums. <laughs> it's just so upsetting to me. It's like, Muse, look, f- the resistance wasn't perfect, but I could accept it. And then they released the second law. And then, yeah, they need to release a band called Ick and an, uh, an album called Ick and, because they're called Muse. It's music. Why have you not fucking done this math band? I mean, you cunt. Um, yeah, there is some resistance and it was like, eh, this isn't as good, but we have hope, you know? And then second law came out. I was like, this is really not very good at all. And then he said that dubstep is the future of metal. It's like, well, first of all, you're not in a metal band. You're in an alternative rock band, which I love, but shut the fuck up. And second of all, you can't say dubstep is the future of anything because every time you say that, you sound like an asshole because everyone knows it's not going to be. Yeah. Literally everyone. I think Korn said at some point, you're like, I felt like, I felt like if I could talk to Jonathan Davis of Korn and be like, right, I know that dubstep's the in thing and you want to be cool, okay? You're going to make an album that's got loads of dubstep stuff on it and most of it is going to be shit, but you're going to have a couple of tracks that are really good. That's okay. But don't tell everyone that everything's going to become dubstep. Dubstep <laughs> is one genre of, like, it's like a sub-genre of electronic. Yeah. It's like, I, there's quite a few dubstep songs that are really cool, but you can't say that any part of any music is the future of music because yeah. we've only had real music for about... I'd probably say about 100 years, maybe. Maybe mm. 80 or something. I'd say like around the, the 50s is probably when recorded music became a much bigger thing. Yeah, I think generally music probably started, like, as in, like, chanting. Oh, God, yeah. Cavemen. Thousands uh, and thousands of years ago, yeah. I, I, I believe, you know, theatre and stuff in the, the Roman times. Bring it back. What, cave paintings and yes. cave chanting? You just go to a gig and it's just, like, it is literally in a cave. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You will just chant and then everyone goes home. That sounds more like <laughs> some sort of cult. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what season to records are you going to do? You're going to start a cult mm, where you just go, yeah. to, go to caves and just chant lyrics. Yeah, we're going to be, like, ridiculously hipster so much far that we go back to the cave era and that is pretty bring that back. That is good. And you like crap. But everyone in their vapes, of course. Like, it's <laughs> just a big cloud. Is. That's what all the smoke is. There's no fire. It's just people vaping. Do they, they have to be vegan as well? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you could... At least at least very so, uh, consciously aware of what you're eating. Like, I think more so everyone is a vegetarian and there's one vegan who judges the rest <laughs> for not being a vegan Is that going to well. be in the band or is that in the crowd? 
In the crowd. In the crowd. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to... How are you going to work... Well, I suppose you always know if there's going to be a vegan because they'll fucking announce it. Hey! <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so one vegan at a time, please. Like, how can you say that? We've got so much moral superiority over you. So, okay, we'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, so all the vegetarians don't really say anything, but then the one vegan arrives and says, like, he's vegan. Mm. And then all the vegetarians are like, oh, cool, we're all vegetarians. And then he judges the shit out of all of them. That's the thing. Yeah. People have... He's got some sort of um, anti-meat vape. Anti-meat well. vape. Yeah. Was it like a broccoli scented vape? <laughs> yeah. How do you smell steamed broccoli? It's fucking awful. I eat broccoli a lot and it's like, oh, it smells horrendous. Anti-meat vape. Wow. That's, that's not like an album. I reckon that could sell. An anti-meat vape. What? Well, not an anti-meat vape, but just <laughs> vegan vapes. <laughs> that's the name of the shop. I'm pretty sure that all vapes are vegan friendly. They're, they're not liquid chemicals mixed together to vaguely taste of something. There's no... I th- I don't know if you can get... You probably can get, like, chicken-flavoured vape. Yeah, that, that would be, be vegan. fucking awful. Imagine that. Oh, mm. Being in a... Being... <laughs> fresh chicken vape. Because, oh. you know, no matter how fresh the chicken is, as soon as you unwrap it, it stings. Yeah. That would be what the vape, vape oh. smells like. God, that'd be awful. Mm. Yeah. Or, like, just freshly opened cheese vape. <laughs> you know when you open a new packet of cheese? It always smells horrible. <laughs> Oh mate, <laughs> freshly open cheese vape and fresh chicken vape. <laughs> you talk about uh, you talk about vegan vapes, and now you've just gone the opposite way. You talk about cheese and chicken. Yeah, that is true. Vegan vapes. Oh, Slovenia. That's good. Oh, of course. I can't think straight now. I'm thinking too much about the vapes. It's just too funny. It's just... Everything to do with vape is funny. That is like the funny. memes where it's just like one guy peeing at the urinal, and then just, <laughs> the guy walks in and it's got like twenty urinals, and he goes next to him, he's like. I vape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all that picture of that kid who's doing that weird face expression. Like, and he's like straining really long. And it says above it, it's either <laughs> when you have when you haven't told someone you're vegan in more than ten seconds, or it's the um, if you haven't told someone that you vaped in more than ten seconds. <laughs> Both of those things are so good. I don't clarify. I don't give a fuck about if people vape yeah, or are vegan. Or vegan. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm trying to think. I haven't. If, well, I almost like. Uh admire it like it's, a, mm. it's a, like even vegans admit it's a lot of self-control it's, oh god yeah, like, I, I respect the shit out of their life mm. choices I just don't like it if they talk <laughs> down to me it's like you know it, it's just one of those things where it, it is a hard line because unfortunately I can be well, especially in the past I've been a bit of a dick about religious stuff and being like you know it is I understand it is kind of hypocrisy of me going how can you support Islam or Catholicism when they are uh when their doctrine is homophobic, okay? If I say that, right, obviously not every Muslim is homophobic and not every person who um, reads the Bible, obviously, you know, Catholicism is specifically Catholics, not Christianity, but if uh, not everyone who's Catholic is necessarily really homophobic and not everyone who's a Muslim is necessarily homophobic. But if I say that they are, which obviously I don't believe they are, but if I said mm-hmm. they were, then uh, me judging them for it and me saying to them that you should be Islam because yeah. it's homophobic, then... People would go, okay, I'm obviously being homophobic is really bad, but you do realise that you eating meat and consuming eggs and uh, milk with the factory farming is destroying the lives of so many more um, animals than you can even fathom. Yeah. Like, the, the amount it just... You get the... Um, the chickens are just in those tiny little boxes so horrible. and they just shit and it's like grating so the shit just goes mm-hmm. through and there's just chickens covered in shit. They, yeah. they get so fat they can't even move and their legs break and things like that and it's just like... That's just that's horrendous and fucked up. Yeah. I don't I don't want to live in a world that does that. However, I'm hoping that the stem cell burger stuff is going to come about because mm. I think the the cheapest. I think I heard on the Joe Rogan experience. They said you can buy one now for 
it was 80 or 800 dollars or something like that i remember the first one about four or five years ago was like 20 grand mm. so it is it will slowly become a thing i think they said by 2050 they want it in shops or i might be, i might be putting numbers up my ass I'm, i do apologize for this my friends but, um yeah just like stem cell because that would kind of in a sense that would cure veganism and uh vegetarianism Cure yeah. it. it may sound like it's a fucking disease. Like that. <laughs> but you know, no one would have to be vegan or vegetarian if 100% of meat and milk you got was purely synthetic. Yeah, yeah. As long as there are no weird, you know, World War Z issues or some shit. Yeah. That's the thing. Hmm. Yeah. What's that? We were talking about vegans. I I really do respect vegans. There's a couple of people I know, like uh, Stu and Jason of Decipher. They're both mm. vegan. Yeah. Um, and I respect that. I think it's a really, really difficult thing to do. Yeah. And it's... I... In all honesty, to be purely blunt, I am too simultaneously too poor, lazy, and uh, indulgent to be a vegan. Yeah, that, that's. Yeah, but I know a lot of people. A lot of people, including vegans, go, "Oh, it's, it's not actually that expensive to be vegan." It's like, well, it is compared to what I eat. It's like, just, yeah, it's just more expensive than not. So yeah, it's being vegan is basically like really um, eating really well as a meat eater. But I don't eat really well as a meat eater. Like I buy, I buy bags of sausages from like Tesco for like eighty p for like twenty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I don't. Even when I don't do that, that's that's the extreme. But it's like you know when I buy bags of. of chips and stuff it's only about a quid or something per bag and I put them in the freezer and they last ages and it's like I buy everything in bulk and I freeze it all and then I just kind of I don't have the most healthy most high quality diet but I have a quite a balanced yeah. one other superstores are available other than clarify. Tesco okay thank you yeah. <laughs> Tesco has, let's just list them all off to make sure we get everyone don't want to don't want to uh, you know leave anyone out um, but yeah it's like being vegan obviously to make veg tastes good you have to be a good cook or you have to know how to cook and I'm not a good cook I don't really know how to cook very well I can cook a baseline to keep myself alive and I can make a pretty good omelette and that's about it you know you can cook up a baseline are we going back to band talk oh there we go <laughs> in with the puns oh fucking hell I was going to say I do want to talk about that I realised completely <clears throat> forgot about that I want to go to that in one sec but I will just say about the vegan thing is um, yeah, I respect people who are vegan but it is more expensive to be vegan than to eat the way I'm eating now because eating ideally I'd have like all the chicken I'd buy would be fresh from the butcher. Mm. All the meat I'd buy would be fresh from the butcher. All the veg I'd buy would be fresh. But I don't have enough time for that. And also, I don't my my life schedule can't orchestra like, can't, can't be organised around my eating. Yeah, I just want to be able to get home and be like, okay, I got half an hour. Well, I can chuck some chicken and chips in the oven, or some chicken and um, in the oven, and then chuck some microwave rice and veg in a in some bags in the fucking microwave. Yeah, twenty minutes, I'm I'm ready to eat, or five minutes of have some noodles or some shit. Yeah, yeah, you meet a lot of. Uh vegetarians who are like I would go vegan but the cheese cheese like, is, cheese is the main one. thing yeah most of them well that's the thing because like uh, vegetarian curries they have, yeah. they have the, the the soft or hard yeah. cheese in there or it's like uh, yeah halloumi replaces burgers and yeah. things like that yeah well it's, it's like um, if you if you get rid of meat you can replace that the protein you get from meat you can replace it with eggs yeah. and a lot of the the sort of fat as well you can get from cheese yeah, but you take away the cheese and the egg, and it's just like, yeah, that just cuts so much out. I do want to clarify as well, though, when we're saying about vegans constantly talking about being vegan, like other people are worse. Like where Laura's a vegetarian, yeah, she gets so many people who are just like, don't you miss this? And it's like, okay, do you, I've been vegetarian for like so many years, like don't need to ask me every day if I miss bacon, kind of <laughs> thing. Like the amount of people who just ask things like that will be like, oh, but bacon smells so good though, and it's just like. 
is one of those things where it's like I've made my decision. Like I know what I'm just, like I know what I'm sort of not having. Yeah. Was, so we like, as meat eaters are just as bad as oh, yeah. vegans. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. To be honest, we're all, we're, everyone is terrible. Everyone's terrible in every way. That's the thing. We all um, we all we're all too attached to our ideas, and we all myself included. And um, it's because people find a sense of identity from what they believe in and what yeah. they enjoy in life, you know and. Yeah, I, I think I'd love to live in a world where we don't have to hurt any animals because I, I don't. This is this, this is something that's going to have to be a topic for like a whole fucking big discussion or something. What animals? Well, yeah, it's it's one of those things of like, do you? I. It's so hard to even start the sentence of where I'm trying to figure out where our heads at. If I just kind of ramble for a second, humans, I believe in general, are worth more one for one than an animal. Mm. But you can obviously the thing is people can argue what about a dolphin what about a whale they're potentially as intelligent as we are and they're the same sort of size and and it's like I know but to be an asshole we have the power (laughs) and it's like if 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 there are two people or if there are two things that are completely identical in every single way but one of them has to die and one of them has 0.1% more power and and that's the only yeah. deciding thing. That's what happens. So in that regard, as, and also I'm humans so as biased. If I said I believe that you know all chipmunks are better than humans, and it's like, mm-hmm. why the fuck are you not killing humans and saving chipmunks? But it's like where where do you cut the line? Like you know, few people. Me and Bradley were talking about this actually um, on our po- on the podcast we did, and it was like, where's the line of what some when a human? How many human? How many puppies equal one human? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, would you kill Laura? Right, well, this was your girlfriend, right? To save every puppy on in the world. Now that's the kind of question no one wants to answer because oh, you can't God. win. Yeah, you, you don't can't. have to, you don't have to answer that question. I was asking all uh, the puppies I'd dead. Well, I'd make a bed out of them and lay on them with Laura. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the dead puppies should make a castle out of these dead puppy carcasses yeah. and live in it with Laura. Yeah. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. Do you know I'm I mean? allergic to cats, so they wouldn't come by. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not going in the dog castle today. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. What, but if, if more people, you know, a lot of people, especially vegetarian stuff, go, oh, you know, all lives are equal. So, well, no, they're not. <laughs> to be frank, right, I love frogs. I think they're awesome, okay? But a frog to me does not equate to a dog, okay? If you say, right, you kill, if you have two animals in front of you and there's, there's a dog looking at you, wagging its tail, half smiling with its eyes wide, and a frog, I'm going to kill the fucking frog. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So mm. there's clearly... There's something that makes certain animals more yeah. valuable than others. I think it's um, it's a lot to do with like bonding with them and things like that. I'm trying to think of the word for it. Well, there's there's personification is part of it. Which yeah, is like dogs human. have personality and things yeah. like that. Yeah, so, so yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I said so. Then like I was going to interrupt you. <laughs> I no, that, that was the word I was looking for. Was like personality. So I think that does. Because add value anthrop- to I that, think it's anthropomorphizing is mm. when that's anthropomorphic is what the characters are in Bojack are mm. is that animals like like humans yeah um so yeah it is like yeah that you you project the personality onto a dog and cats but also do you know the dogs actually show like dogs when they were wolves all dogs come from wolves mm. every single breed of dog comes from wolves um and so do Wolverhampton <laughs> and uh, coyotes as well or coyotes um they're all um. They're all from wolves as well. And the wolves actually started... There's a there's evidence that was released recently that says that dogs actually started... They came. They became domesticated by choice. Mm. Um, what happened is well, we'd be around the campfire and we'd have something cooking or whatever, like a, let's say a pig on the roast or something. And we'd be eating that 
And then these wolves will come by and try and attack us. And it's like, well, we can kill the wolves or we can just give them a portion of our food. And then you give them a portion of the food and then they stay there and then they ward off any other bigger predators. Like if you go pack of wolves, it's mm. less likely a bear's going to attack you. Yeah. And it kind of... What they say is that that just happened over long periods of time and then they became more domesticated and then yeah. we obviously decided to you know, selectively breed, fuck them up and create French bulldogs who are adorable but have all fucked up noses they can't breathe out properly. Mm. And Doggos and puppers. Doggos and puppers. Mm. Mm. Um, but the what, what do you think like in regards to that the animals and the, the value of them and like, it, it, is a really, it is a really tough one like I, I agree no one's probably going to put an animal above a human life but it's that thing of as well um, so say like a murderer say yeah. well someone's probably going to put a dog above him because he's killed people so it, that's also brought into it is how good of a person is that thing that you're comparing them to and things like that and then you get like the dog breeds that have been trained to fight and it's not their fault but people still put them down and just yeah because pit bulls are uh, you know I think it's ridiculous to ban the breed it's just like it's the trainers that are doing it but that's the thing humans ruin things for everyone else Uh, I can't remember what it was I was um uh, listen to I think it was a draw fee podcast you know I told you about uh, oh yeah sorry, so it's again. called what should we draw okay um, so basically the first half of it they just talk and like we are now yeah and one of them's taking notes so his name's Nathan and then they have a break and then the second half they recap the notes and come up with something they can draw from what they talked about so it's yeah. like the caption is like making art uh, using the art of conversation to make art about a conversation oh okay um, which is really clever but they're talking about um uh <laughs> like how humans ruin everything so it's like the first man that created fire he's like oh we could use this to like see in the dark and like oh we could burn each other with it <laughs> it's just like they just went on with that of like everything that happens it's like oh my god we can use this bomb to build a hole to blow a hole in the dam so that water can run through to the village it's like, or we could use it and blow up the other village and then it's like <laughs> and there is they just had this idea of like someone who was always there with the with the like reverse idea of what it was used for that is but it is, it is literally what people do people yeah. ruin everything for everyone else it's like yeah it's like um you know it, i'm going back to the fucking drug conversation maybe mm-hmm. sound like i'm some sort of massive druggie when i'm mm-hmm. not at all but it's like um you know Oh well, you know, with this person, yeah, oh, well, let's use drinking. Actually, it's probably a better example. It's, it's like saying, you know, let's ban drinking because people beat each other up when they're drunk. It's like no assholes beat each other up when they're drunk. So why? It's really like I, I've never been violent in like for anyone sober or drunk. So mm. I should be able to drink what the fuck I want. I don't want to drive because that would be dangerous. Yeah, but you know, why should I not be able to do something? Or um, it's quite a few things like that in in life where it's just like. People ruin shit for everyone else because they're such assholes. Yeah, it's like, oh, we need knives to cut food. It's like, also, we can stab each other. It's like, just use it for the reason it was made for good. Yeah, like guns, like the good reason they were made for. Like, I'll I'll let that hang for a little bit. There was another fucking shooting the other day. The Vegas thing is awful. That hotel that he shot from, um, I suppose you've dated this podcast now because it was a few days ago. I I often mention the date in it anyway, um, so... That hotel that he shot from was where Laura stayed when she was out in Vegas. Really? Which is mad, yeah. Fucking hell. But yeah, it's just... Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I, w- I don't know if you've watched... Like, not that I went out of my way to watch the footage of it, but... I've like, seen nothing. I Because I, I, I like, read the news articles about it and stuff, and there's like videos on there of like the moment the concert stopped and things like that. So it's like, it's all playing, and then you hear a few shots, and then it's just suddenly stopped. But there's people like running around going, like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, it's fireworks. And it's like, you feel so awful. Like, yeah. 
Christ. Which concert was it? Uh, it was just a, it was a festival for country music. Um, so it had been going on for a few days. Um, and then, yeah. Do they know? Um, I, I really I haven't looked into any of this at all, even though I brought it up. But um, I literally, or at work, basically, when you walk in through the reception, there's a there's a flat screen TV on the wall, and it's just got the news playing all the yeah, time. Yeah. And it said Las Vegas attack or something, and I yeah, was like, there's what? over six hundred injured. Six uh, hundred. Yeah. What the fuck was I it? Like Stampeding and stuff or something or what? I think that was part of it, but yeah, it was just a lot. Like he had, he basically had been up in this room. I'm, I don't know the full story, but I think from what I've read and heard and stuff is that he had, lo- like, had so many guns in this room. Um, and he'd been there for a few days, so I don't know if it was one of those things where he kept making trips and bringing more guns up and things like that. Um, but he just just like load one, getting along. They know it. if it's if it's like a link to Islamic terrorism. I think ISIS wanted to take credit for it, mm. but uh, as far as I'm aware, they haven't made any links. So he was a 64 year old like white man from nearby. Like really, yeah. So Did, is he dead? Is he in captivity? What sort? Uh, I believe he's dead. Um, I have can't actually remember that one but i think i think he is dead because the there was a woman that he traveled with that they were looking for and then his girlfriend's been brought in for questioning and things like that but his brothers have been interviewed and they're just like i have no idea i but yeah it's horrible but um yeah the videos people are just like oh it's fireworks it's fireworks don't worry and it's just like oh crazy it's just um it's one of those i've said before like i don't the thing is that America's guns, I don't think you can just take them away now. I don't think that would work. I think that's yeah. just the systems they've unfortunately but just done. I was, I was also reading that the, the, the gun laws in Vegas are much, are like one of the less stricter than many other states. So apparently you can, um, you, you obviously have to have a license to sell like a gun shop. Yeah. Uh, they do a small, small, or however, however much they go into a background check when you buy a gun. Yeah. But once you've got that gun, you can sell it to someone else or do whatever you want with it as legal and you can do a private sale without any checking, license, whatever. You don't need a gun license to have it. Okay. So basically, this guy could basically just go, can you go get me a gun? Yeah. You've got a clean back. Or if like it looks like he had a clean background, there's no reason why he can't buy all these guns. And it's just... It's, it's one of those things which doesn't make any sense. Like the, the, I haven't heard an argument why... Anyone should ever own an automatic rifle who isn't solely in the military. Police yeah. should never own... You should never give a police officer an automatic rifle. I, I, handgun... My only things are shotgun for like a small hunting shotgun, right? Like a like a two-shot, two-barrel one, mm-hmm. right? You don't need like a like a spaz, you know, spaz 12 or anything. Yeah. Like a like a six or eight shot... A Kimbo thorn-off shotgun. <laughs> from Call of Duty. Nice. Um, it, it, you don't... You just don't, you don't need it. You need a shotgun for certain animals. You have to have a shotgun. Like when you kill birds in the air, you know, when you kill like uh, ducks or things like that. You, the chance of you hitting a duck what's flying in the air with a single shot handgun is f- fucking astronomical. But you yeah. have obviously the shotgun, the, the ball bearings scatter. Mm. Um, I hope they're another. No, are they called ball bearings? I don't know. They're little balls and they're like ball bearings regardless. Um, it's fine. I don't expect you to know much about guns. Well, I'm like, fucking British. I, I don't, don't need to, do yeah, I? Yeah, I don't want to. No. it's. I, I like guns in a shooting range or like I've, I shot a, uh, what's that, uh, air rifle and things like that in, when I was in scouts and shit. And it's fun, you know? But there is just no argument for... If, you, if in America they said, okay, everyone can own a handgun, I'd be like, that still doesn't solve the problem, but... 
okay, that's... You can't do, like, a mass shooting and kill, like, a hundred people with a handgun. Yeah. Without, like... You shoot, like, maybe seven, twelve, fifteen clip, uh, sh- shots in a clip. Then you have to reload, okay? Yeah. Even if you have infinite ammo, you can't, like, shoot... You can't just hold down the trigger and fire off, like, mm. fifty shots in random directions. Well, that, that's the thing is, with Vegas, it was just spread massive Because, like... From the videos, it looked like, you know, he's quite far away, but he could just spray them, and there was, like, oh, yeah. thousands of people there. And when you have an automatic rifle, you don't need to be a good shot. Yeah. That's the thing, uh-huh. you know? it's it, Obviously, there are circumstances where there's a guy in America went up in the uh, the tower with a sniper rifle, and you go, this was years ago, it's one of the first mass shootings, I think, that was sort of recorded. And he's, and he's I think he, he used to have really bad depression or stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff about it that I'm not an expert on and yeah. slaughtering it but he had a really bad depression he had a lot of shit going on and then he went up to this clock tower I think and just shot people Family yeah. Guy do a, a joke of it where Stewie does it Stewie goes up to clock uh, tower he gets a sniper rifle he's like shooting yeah, people I do remember that that's uh, yeah that's yeah. him that's what the, the parody is uh, but I, just, I, don't, I don't understand I, I can't because people like they whenever you, Americans are crazy about their guns and you're like we should take their guns away go, that's my fucking right it's like <laughs> okay the problem is they've like got into a corner now it's like they need the gun for protection because other people have guns yeah. so it's, it's just they say that they go well I need to protect myself from someone else who has a gun yeah. it's like okay well, if you none of well, none of you had guns yeah then, it's, um, it's yeah. like do you know how many mass shootings have been in Britain in the last like, 10 years it's like well, I say that and I was about to say zero but I'm pretty certain there's been was it Raul Moat I think I was in mass shooting. I think he went around. I think he killed like. I'm gonna look this up because yeah. I, I don't want to say five, and yeah. there'll be a lot more. But it's like if I just um, well, the, la- the last number I checked for Vegas was fifty nine uh, dead. Fifty nine. Um, fuck. It's um, horrible. Deaths three, including the perpetrator so himself. Yeah. Right? So he and non fatal injuries one. Right, and this was one of the most the the, the 2010 North Umbria police manhunt. Right, which was a, a shooting, okay, which happened in um, in Britain seven years ago, okay. This was like a massive thing. I remember it being yeah, such a huge yeah, thing in the news. He killed two people yeah. and wounded one, like non-fatal. So that's a big deal in Britain. Mm. That's 60 million people yeah. in Britain. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. In America, it's like there's a mass shooting and like tens of people die like every week, every month. It's like yeah. the, the people are saying there's, there's a lot of times things happen in like um, more downtrodden areas like ghetto sort of areas you know what I mean where mass shootings happen there all the time people just don't report it yeah because it's not a group of white people in a built up city it's just I think the other the the thing I do feel sorry for with Americans is there are actually a lot of like I don't want to say like lefties or anything like that but there's a lot of like quite liberal people out there who do believe they shouldn't have guns and things like they don't they even like you know you see something happen on facebook and then there's a big argument in the comic extension yeah there's there are loads of them that don't agree with their own gun laws mm. um but then yeah it's often the maybe like the south quote yeah. unquote um yeah it is that well the problem is the stereotypes is yeah. that stereotypes when I, when I say they do exist for a reason, I'm going to put a very big asterisk there because I don't want people thinking that I'm saying all stereotypes are correct. But mm. when you get stereotypes, generally, they either come from like lies and propaganda sort of thing, yeah. which is or, or like thousands of years of like uh, oppression, this sort of thing. But a lot of the time, it's from a consistency that happens among yeah. them. 
And that's the end of part one. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Next week, part two will be out. Uh, and we talk about bullying quite a lot because I was bullied a bit when I was a kid. And you know, we talk about how you can kind of deal with that sort of thing, in our opinions. Uh, we talk about every human is just really imperfect and insecure. And that's completely fine. We're all really fucked up. And we've just got to kind of learn to live with each other and you know try not to be a douchebag to each other. Um, and we also talk about Tom's Instagram page uh, and his girlfriend Laura's Instagram page. Um, we, we get into details about that in part two. And also, I forgot to mention in the intro and I'm not going to record it now because I'm lazy and I'm a horrible human being um, that Tom actually drew the uh, the artwork for this one because obviously it's a slight variation on the normal one which is just the microphone and stuff and he's as you can probably see drawn the one with the mic and it's saying money is mic too because Tom loves puns um, so yeah I just thank Tom for uh, for that and obviously part two will probably have a customised one uh, drawn one from him as well anyway I'm rambling I'm surprised any of you got to this far after you know, the, the episode with talking to someone interesting ends and then it's back to me just wittering on at the end about bloody nothing you know it's almost done guys you know hopefully you're, you're probably thinking I'm hoping he's going to say something important at the end no I'm not I'll see you guys next week <laughs>